Hey, is that rigatoni baloney? Chris Pratt puts under his Instagram captions like Psalms 3412 and shit like a lot of the time, so. Yeah. I remember people like, were people upset about that or? He said something religious about somebody dying or something, and then it's like. He said some thoughts and prayers or something. He said thoughts and prayers, and everybody like jumped on him. It's like, like, I'm an atheist over here, but I'm thinking, like, well, you fucking. Like, settle down, everybody. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm a live and let live kind of guy, you know what I'm saying? Like fucking <laughs> Welcome everybody to the Super House Podcast. This is episode one hundred and twenty-four. This is Andrew coming in from Los Angeles. Somebody this is Stefan coming in from Denver. And I'm dancing. You can't see me, but I'm dancing as we speak. Joey from LA as well. And this is Maddie. And I'm living in Seattle now. Yay! <laughs> even. All right, everybody. So this week we only have one thing on the docket, and that is Avengers Three: Infinity War. The review. We welcome to it, everybody. So this time around, um, I'm going to be heading up the review. It looks like so. We got. Um, and thanks for that, Maddie. <laughs> I think I got kind of carried, carried away <laughs> with this. <laughs> when you sent me those emails, I was like, I'm not doing this. <laughs> <laughs> this I'm is super too much. <laughs> I was like, Andrew, you know this better than I do at this point, so let's, I'm just going to run with whatever you got, because I got I, into I was it. overwhelmed. I was not ready, and I needed to <laughs> You just to saw it, too, myself. so I just yeah. had more time to prepare and stuff. Okay, so I'm breaking this up into three parts, everybody. So part one is pretty similar to what we normally do, which I'm, I'm calling this time around the icebreakers. And then nice. part two is going to be theories and predictions. And then part three is final thoughts. All right, so let's get right into the icebreakers. So, first question up, and I'm going to answer last. Um, what's everybody's familiarity with the source material, which is the Infinity Gauntlet from Marvel Comics? Joey, go ahead. Uh, I'm pretty familiar with it. This was like one of the... So, basically, it came out in 1991. Um, and, like, you know, I was probably eight or nine years old, like, just started collecting comics, and then this comes out. And so, of course, I like I got all six issues, and so this is the movie I've been movies I've been waiting for since I was a, a, a wee tyke. <laughs> nice. And uh, this this is the one I've been wanting to see. Nice, Maddie. Oh, sorry. Joe, did you want to say something? Else? I was just saying I'm pretty I'm pretty familiar. Go ahead, Maddie. Oh. Yeah. Um, I read that I, when I was in LA. I think the first time or second time I don't remember, but I was Joey was like, you read this. And I was like, no, but I should. He's like, yeah, you should, because that movie's going to be coming. I was like, nah, they're not going to. Yeah, they did do it. Um, so I read it, and you know what? Uh, I vaguely re- I don't remember that much about it. <laughs> Honestly, I know when I saw the movie, I went, yeah, I don't remember a lot of this happening. <laughs> but I don't know. It's like I feel like that day, that, that week I spent with Joey, I read so many fucking comic books, though, just to catch up <laughs> on a lot of shit. Because, um, I mean, comics is just like a downward spiral, man. Like, once you get into it, you're like, oh, I'm just going to read this one. No, you're not. you got to read all the offshoots and the shit before it and then the shit after it. Because people <laughs> die, and you need to know what happens, how people feel about it. Lost yeah. my mind when fucking Nightcrawler died. I was like, what the fuck? When did this happen? <laughs> it was like, that was like 15 years ago, dude. And I was like, what? <laughs> 
I love them. It's just it gets too deep sometimes, man. It's too deep. But he teleported into my heart. Okay, (laughs) he's always teleported. (laughs) Bam. Good song title. (laughs) It's true. (laughs) Stefan, go ahead. Um, So my familiarity with it is like slim to none, to be honest. Other than what I've read in Wizard magazine about like the big epic Avenger runs and stuff and the artwork. Um, George Perez, I'm familiar with a lot of his Avenger stuff. And other than that, not too much. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Okay. So uh, I read Infinity Gauntlet like two years ago or so for the first time ever. And, but I haven't read any of the other Thanos stuff. I know there's been like a lot of like comics about just Thanos and, you know, Mad Titan, this and that or whatever, but I haven't read any of that. There's been a couple. There's not a ton. Not a ton. Okay. Well, I've read none of that, none of that (laughs) stuff. Just Infinity Gauntlet. And nothing come nothing like leading up to Infinity Gauntlet. But I, anyway, I read that, so yeah, and I I thought that comic was great, really liked it. Um, and I first became familiar with Thanos from actually playing Marvel superheroes on Sega Saturn back in the day. It was a two D fighting game. It was even before the X Men versus Street Fighter series back in the day. And also, I think Thanos's powers, if I'm not mistaken, are based on all of his gems. He'll use this gem for this power and so on. You know, mm-hmm. so. Um, yeah, but I was always attracted to the kind of like epic scope of the story uh, of Infinity Gauntlet. You, know, you guys know me. I like the really big epic stories, and this is, you know, as big as it gets pretty much. And the scene I think I remember the most, I hope it's from this comic anyway, um, they approach one of the Celestials in it, and they ask for help, but they're, they turn they turn them away because they they believe in survival of the fittest, and they will not help them. They don't intervene trying to stop uh, trying to stop Thanos, and I thought that scene was really cool, so... Yeah. Uh, anyway, moving on. Uh, let's get into favorite scenes in this movie. So uh, you can have one, two, three, whatever. Um, it doesn't have to be one, is what I'm saying. But uh, anyway, favorite scene from Infinity War, Joey. The whole movie. Out of the movie, yeah. <laughs> you can one or two. No, no, no. I'm saying. Oh, I'm saying. I got you. The whole. You like the whole thing? Okay. I like. You know, there's a lot of good stuff. Um, just a little character moments I enjoyed. Um. I thought the actually kind of showing the quest of Thanos, like getting these gems was really cool. Like him going to, I'm blanking on the planet name, but, um, you know, with his daughter. No, Xandar was the place that he got the power ring, I think. Nerville or some shit like that? No, that's the star that, uh, yeah, you know what I'm talking about. No, not Titan. <laughs> All right. Anyway, so many planets, and and you know it's, it's like a big like space adventure, and you know I liked how that planet looked with the, you know the mountain and basically everything. Uh, but I don't know. It's tough, man. This movie's just it's really good. They really did a great job. Like um, again, like all, all the little character moments. Uh, I thought I don't want to go too far into it, but yeah, it's it's tough for me to say exactly a, a scene. All right, Maddie. <laughs> um I really enjoyed the um scene where um god damn it I can't remember the fucking children or the fucking four Thanos villains Children of Thanos Yeah Children of Thanos but the one weird dude who could do like magic shit or like Eb- Yeah Ebony Maw Yeah Yeah uh, that when he has Doctor Strange and he's doing that like surgical knife and like explaining it and mm-hmm. um it's just like Iron Man, Spider. Uh, it's Iron Man and Spider Man, 
Um, wait, who else is there? Is it just uh, Doctor Strange, Iron Man, Spider Man, and yeah, because the cape's kind of floating around. By oh itself. yeah, and the cape. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Um, I really <laughs> like that scene uh, a lot, just because uh, I, I it it was humorous. But I was like, I was like, God damn it, anyone could die in this movie. I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. This guy's really powerful. Um, but I really like that scene how they he's like. Because you know it was a reference to one of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. It's called Aliens. <laughs> that's true. That's yeah, true. and uh, I love. Uh, I just like. Hey, have you seen this other old movie called Aliens? And I was just like, Oh my god! Oh, I thought of you, Matty. <laughs> yeah, it's oh, like yeah. it's just a little baby, little baby Spider Man. I love him. Um, <laughs> but uh, I thought that scene was cool, and it was, and you know, I guess you always want like that big like ending for villains. You know, like if they die. But I kind of like the quick ones sometimes. It's like get them in and out of there, man. We got to get to Thanos. Um, yeah, I like that scene a lot. Um, I love the scene where it, where, when they're in Scotland and it's vision and Scarlet witch and they're talking about just like being together. And I was like, that's cool. I never read that run on vision where he like starts a family, but I like that. They're kind of seems like they're kind of going like, well, they were going to go that way. Spoiler alert. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, but, um, I like that. And then when those other two, I really like the design of, um, well, I like the design of the girl, uh, Thanos, Mm -hmm. children of thanos but i like the other guy so much more i thought he looked fucking dope and uh i really like that battle between them and then when uh you're like oh my god what the fuck are they gonna do because you know when you see a trailer you're like i know cap shows up for this moment as soon as that train was going by i was like this is cap cap is here <laughs> and uh i loved uh i love when that she throws a spear he catches it and then like you're like oh shit black whale's here too oh shit falcon's here too who else is showing up <laughs> the whole fight scene i like that like black widow just like ran into the fucking game I was like i'm gonna fuck you up i'm black widow and you're like yes because she's just a badass assassin and i love when just people who don't have like a superpower like or just can like have trained really well and can like anticipate moves and i just love that they like kind of just destroyed those two like right out the gate like just the team and i was like oh, the team's getting back together guys putting the band back together um <laughs> I, you know what? Um, you know, I like Thor Ragnarok. I think it's fun, but I love Thor in this movie as well. Uh, I feel like it was a return to like, not like I like what they did with Ragnarok. I think it was fun. I thought it was what that series needed to kind of separate it from, you know, I think the first one's really good. I think the second one was a disappointment. I think the third one's a lot of fun, just kind of a weird Marvel movie, which I'm fucking into but I love seeing Thor get back into it. He's like, he's lost everyone in his fucking life, man. He has the saddest story right now, you know? Um, so I thought that was dope that you kind of just follow him throughout it. Like, cause I was thinking after the movie, I was like, there's no real one main character, but I was like, Thor is kind of, I mean, he's the guy that does everything really. You know, he's like, we got to go here. I got to get a new hammer. We got to do this. This is the only thing that's going to stop Thanos. Let's do it. Cause it right. starts out with Thor. Yeah, and uh, I thought that was a really cool. Like, it's like a, it's like a, we get a fourth Thor movie almost. It just happens to feature the Avengers as well. But I felt like a lot of characters took some side steps. Like Captain America wasn't super big in this one, which is cool. And it kind of like, and I love the Russo brothers, and I like the I, this general thoughts real quick. Holy fucking shit! <laughs> this movie, man. Oh, <laughs> Maddie inside me was just like giddy. I had to pee through that fucking three-hour movie. Once it oh, started, man. I was like, I can't get up. I'm oh, stuck. Man. And I ran to the bathroom real quick. As soon as the credits started rolling, I was like, please don't be after you roll the actors' names. I was like, but there's a lot of actors in this movie. Come back. And I was like, all right, people are still sitting down. Come on, penis. Yeah, <laughs> basically. But yeah, I mean, there's more scenes I liked. Um, 
in it. It's just there's so much, man. There's so much. But that's it. That's what those are the big scenes that I was like, this is dope. And I love that Thor was super fucking awesome. And also love that uh, Rocket gave Thor a new eye. That shit was dope. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Thor I like that too. So I'm going to get quick, that arm. So the, yeah. The children of Thanos, you have Corvus Glaive, which is the guy with the spear, who you okay. like, Maddie. Okay. Uh, he's married to Proxima Midnight. Who's oh, shit. Uh, you have Ebony Maw, who's the you know old weird dude who do, is telekinetic. And then you have uh, Cole Obsidian, which in the comics, his name is Supergiant, but they changed it to Cole Obsidian. And like, just that name by itself, I was like, it, it didn't even phase me. I was like, oh, yeah, I guess they did change it. Like, because it, it fit with the other names. Right. And, like, it, I totally had like, I was like, oh, yeah, Supergiant sounded weird. Cole Obsidian sounds awesome. Yeah. But yeah, that's, the, really. that's, that's, that's their four names. So okay, I'm not going to remember that, so That's I'm just going <laughs> to... Thank like you for that, that though, Joey. <laughs> for the listener. Cole Obsidian is like a classy Star Wars name. That's yeah. true. That shit's artistic. <laughs> I'm glad they changed it from Supergiant. That would have not went over well. Yeah. Supergiant's yeah. a little generic. Uh, yeah. But Stefan, yes. your uh, favorite scene or scenes? So I got the introduction of Doctor Strange and, and Wong and everything at the San- Santum Sanctorum, the banter with Tony... Mm-hmm. Um, the battle with Ebony Maw and just seeing Benedict Cumberbatch, I'm like, oh, he's fucking awesome, man. And like, you know, say what we all will about like the Batman beginsness of Doctor Strange or the, you know, whatever our collective feelings are. Um, it made me want to watch that again. And I can't fucking wait for a Doctor Strange sequel. He's a oh, yeah. badass, man. He's, I love that moment later on when he's t- talking to Thanos and he's like, well, you haven't faced the master of the mystic arts or some shit like that. Oh, yeah. This thing was awesome. Yeah. And Wong, that part when Tony was just like, and you're coming to my wedding. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. Wong, is that, <laughs> that badass shit with the portal and everything. Like, those guys are so fucking awesome. Um, and then I also really love like my, heart swelled i've been really into thor lately i don't know too much but like limited small runs here and there um but when thor gets his groove back and he gets stormbreaker all the stuff with groot Groot making the handle for stormbreaker and i'm just like yeah because i'm like fuck yeah because i've never was a big fan of the ultimates universe um but i really like the unworthy thor stuff it's so heavy metal and he uses stormbreaker in it and uh they kind of unified that aspect of the universe which I, i think is really cool um and it's cool just all the change that's gone on with that character but then when he came back and started fucking up those um outrider monsters what are they called outriders something like that those like, dog yeah. demons yeah oh yeah um yeah when he started fucking them all up i'm like yes and then like to lead segue into my next one of my favorite scenes is when banners in the hulkbuster and he's like oh you guys are in for it now and shit and just seeing him fucking throw down i yeah. really liked that because it's like you always see it was a really good thing for the movie because you see Hulk always like tearing shit up and it's great to see Hulk, but it was really cool to see Banner use his mind in order to control the suit in order to fight like the Hulk. It was just like a, a crazy set of things that was happening. I was like, this the whole movie was a fucking nerdgasm, man. <laughs> um, and, you know, all the, all, the, all the subsequent Hulk humor about his like his Hulk rectile dysfunction that he had. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. That shit was great. And just, just, you know, seeing, seeing, uh, Mark Ruffalo get a little bit more meat in this one was cool, especially coming off of Thor Ragnarok. Just, you know, the, the plan as they have it going on, is just really going well. Um, and man, there's so many other scenes. The one scene that fucking just destroyed me and I didn't think it was going to happen was fucking Peter, holding Tony as he's disappearing near the end. So oh, my oh my God, God dude. Yeah. Just, to say it was like, too. Oh, I'm, sorry, sorry, Mr. Stark. I'm sorry, Mr. Stark. It's, it's, I'm sorry. I don't want to go. It's like, the, 
It's like that scene in Homecoming when he's like pushing the cinder block off of him. Yeah. And that fucking yeah. emotion that dude can fucking but tap into. Dude, that dude's a fucking amazing. That kid. I was like, don't ask Spider-Man. Yeah. So anyway, <laughs> I'll, I'll leave it at that for now. Yeah, I didn't. I, I like. I, I got to ease into it, but there's I wasn't so ready. much of those moments. Sorry. Just, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My sorry. heart dropped out of my asshole. <laughs> Dude, I did, I did not. I thought I thought we like because they were already talking about like Spider-Man going to different worlds in the new Spider-Man film or places or whatever. And I was like, mm. ah, you can when he started disappearing. I was like, no, no. How's it going to line up with this event? And like the new Spider-Man movie, I don't even know what comes out next. What's happening? Why is everyone disappearing? I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> all right so my favorite scenes i got two here um i i first one i really loved quill getting so jealous of thor god <laughs> i laughed my ass off in that scene man every fucking joke for me landed i thought it was voice moment so yeah, yeah. yeah. just so fucking good man because quill likes to think of himself as so smooth but then yeah. you know i think anybody that would be around thor even fucking chris hemsworth it's just like what can you do, man? You got a fucking like God walking around. Basically, it's too much. Massaging his doesn't even phase him. Yeah. Doesn't even register to Thor that there's even any kind of threat. He said too. Yeah, that's a cool thing about Thor too. He's had his like his, Thor, his whole man. family get fucked, like killed her, and he's yeah. got to deal with Loki still. Oh, like he yeah. Oh, he, so he's man. he's got that going on too. So like yeah, man. I, I Sad love that. Thor scene. Sorry, let me add that one. Sad Thor scene where he's trying to boost his confidence. Oh yeah, yeah, that, yeah. That was like yeah. fuck, dude. Like Chris Hemsworth. Hemsworth <laughs> really was fucking pulling all of his acting chops in that scene. Yeah, he was. He's a bad motherfucker. Man. He was good, man. I mean, genetic jackpot on that guy. <laughs> <laughs> this is how much can Thor how much can we suck his dick? All right, <laughs> angel. What is he? All day long, baby. All day long. <laughs> all right, an animal, but he's an angel. I'm sure. Speaking of dicks, <laughs> number two, I got a major fucking rock hard twelve year old <laughs> Morningwood boner when I saw Doctor Strange replicate and then grow Vishnu a thousand arms, bro. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. God, I'm I like, fucking love it. I don't remember dropping acid before this movie, <laughs> but and I was tripping. I did some research real quick, and I'm not sure if Vishnu is the thousand arm one, but just in case we've got some super nerds out there, it seems like the one that does have a thousand arms is Avalokitesvara. Anyway, moving on from that. <laughs> hey, someone just got a school. Right yeah. you fucking nerd. Yeah, so there we go. So fuck you. All right, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> we're like a bike gang. Now we're just going to general likes. Um, this is again a borrowed from the Maddie format. Uh, what? Well, we're getting to dislikes uh, after this, of course. But um, instead of just you know favorite favorite stuff, just some other shit that you liked. Um, okay. I guess it's uh, yeah. We'll just start with uh, with Joey again. Uh, Red Skull. Yes. Yes. Finally came back. Yeah. Finally, I've been saying awesome. it. I was like, dude, he's around. I was like, he's around. He's around <laughs> yeah. somewhere. I was like, whose voice is that? Me yeah. to replace it. I was like, it's, oh my god. Yeah, it's a different voice. Um, I thought it was um, Littlefinger from Game of Thrones because it sounded just like him, but it's not. It's some 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 other actor. Um, I liked seeing him back. Um, oh boy, I like the use of uh, Thanos using his Infinity Gauntlet. Um, like turning Drax into a bunch of blocks and uh, turning uh, Mantis into like little spools of wire or whatever. 
um, him putting the Hulkbuster suit into the mountain. Yeah, um, that's sweet. Just like you, you know, fucking stuff like that was great, man. I the, I thought the children of Thanos were great. Um, they were just you know, fucking badasses. Um, let's see. Uh, there's a lot. <laughs> there's a whole movie lot. like there's, before. Yeah, there's so there's so much in this film, dude. Uh, so I'll just stay. I'll just I'll leave it at that. All right, Maddie. Uh, well, I already said this, but Thor was awesome in it. Um, <laughs> you know, I really, really liked all of the comedy. There was so much like, I mean, for the first half of the movie, like everyone in the theater was busting up. It's like everyone's on the same journey we're all on. We've all seen these uh, 18 films or whatever at this point. Yeah. Um, so like, and I'm sure some people hadn't, but I felt like the comedy still landed. Um, and that was really refreshing because... I knew this was going to get dark and it's going to, and I didn't know how soon that was going to happen. So for the jokes to like get easy into what was about, what was going to happen was nice. Thank you. Rus- Russo brothers. Cause after that I cried, I cried for the rest <laughs> of that movie. Um, no, um, like I said, like I love the, uh, you know, the other scene is when, uh, uh, Peter Parker's disappearing. Uh, that scene just, I was like, Oh my God, this kid can fucking act. I'm so sad right now for comic book characters. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I immediately, as soon as that scene was happening, it recalled me back to homecoming. Where it was like, you get like lifting the cinder block up and how emotional that moment was. And I was like, ah, oh, just when he's apologizing to Tony and like, what's Tony, what's Tony Stark going to say? You know, it's like, you didn't like, we tried our best and, ah, oh, man, it's just, man, the end is hard to watch. Like when, when Spider-Man almost, and I, another thing I like is when Spider-Man's like, I almost got it. And he's pulling off the infinity gauntlet mm-hmm. and you're like, Holy fuck, what is happening? Yeah. And then he get like, I was like, they fucking did. I was like, strange was right. He saw it. They, they did it. And then as soon as I was like, Pete, Pete, star Lord, stop. Yeah. Stop. Don't you do all- it. Oh, I mean, yeah. I'd be upset yeah. too, but you that see what Spider-Man, you see what Spider-Man's doing over there. He's trying to save fucking day. Cause that's his job. He's being a fucking Avenger right now. <laughs> and I was just, I, you know, I knew things were going to happen. I knew this wasn't the end of the movie, but in my heart of hearts, it wanted it to be guys. I just wanted one movie and it just to be done. Spider-Man save the fucking day, put on the infinity gauntlet, fix everything. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just, there's so much to like about it. I don't honestly, I don't think I have that much that I dislike about it. Nice. God damn. This movie's good. Right <laughs> All right, Stefan. Um, so I got uh, the Spidey sense moment with Parker when he when he realizes like shit's starting to hit the fan. Um, also, you know, like having the distraction moment. He's like, I need you to do a distraction. He's like, We're gonna die. Like just the timing. It's just like the Russo brothers. The p- pitch perfect timing on yeah. the comedy and the pacing and everything. Um, uh, the you know going uh, also. Par- uh, Spider-Man going into space, being latched onto the thing, the spider, yeah. the yeah. iron spider armor, oh, so good, activating yeah. and stuff. Yes, yes. yes. Um, you know, and just the overall Sp- uh, Spider-Man or Peter disobeying Tony's orders to then be there to help him later. You know, <laughs> like what Maddie was saying with them pulling off the gauntlet. I, I love he was like, "Kid, get over here," because Tony knows how strong Spider-Man is. Oh, and yeah. So they're they're fucking going at it. Um, uh, sorry, I lost train of thought. Uh, blah 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 blah. Their whole p- mentor pupil relationship is just awesome. Hence, why it was so heartbreaking when Pete was disappearing. 
Um, I loved seeing Falcon, War Machine, just like all the heroes assembling and battling. You know, everybody we've come to grow and love. It was yeah. like it was over. What do they call it? Like overstimulation. You know, almost. I'm just like, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like look around you, and everybody in the audience is just like shaking in like pure orgasmic stupor. Oh. <laughs> Um, I also love uh, Black Panther when you first see him. He's ruling, holding charge, helping assemble, get everybody ready to go. You know, like they didn't mince any words and sure he messed doing the whole thing with Vision and everything. Um, I also like the Vision Scarlet romance aspect, introducing them in, seeing Paul Bettany outside of the the Vision look. And then, and then when he first goes into battle and stuff and you see him flying around, love Vision. He couldn't phase, you know, because the fucking blade stuck in him. I was like, damn, this is fucking nuts. Um, <laughs> so that's that's what I have general likes like ton 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 a ton of shit man uh, still coming to me coming back to me but yeah all right cool um, yeah so my likes of course it's most of the movie obviously but um, specifically uh, I I really like Doctor Strange and, and Iron Man fighting that mm -hmm. was I mean that was just cool I mean they're very similar they got huge ass egos of course they would fight it makes perfect sense they're the same fucking character <laughs> pretty much Almost. one's science one's magic it's the same fucking guy so it makes mm -hmm. fucking sense they try to they they they're 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 rivals for the same space you know yeah. what I mean of course they fight it's perfect and then um quill getting mad at Thanos when it, whenever Thanos says I had to and he goes no you didn't have to you didn't have to you know, <laughs> like fucking like he's also like like uh, really uh, emoting there, man. Like uh, yeah. Chris Pratt's bringing it to that scene, man. Really emotional. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I thought I, I really love Mantis and Drax. I think I think they need, they need to do more with Mantis in the future. But yeah. Drax is great. Drax being um, that whole like I'm invisible, you know, that, <laughs> that was cool. But the joke died before it ended for me. Oh, I loved it. I but thought it was like, great. Damn it! I'm, I know I'm invisible. Is like I don't know. It Anyways. might have been a half beat too long, but I'd left, definitely like appreciated it a lot. Yeah, was, I laughed out loud. Yeah, no problems. So odd. Scott Gaffod. Um, <laughs> I loved Wakanda again, man. We're just leaving uh, Wakanda. And we're coming back to it, you know. We're Black Panthers there. Umbaku's back. Shuri Okoye, their their presence on screen, man. Like mm -hmm. I feel, I feel like they, you know, they, the way they've directed Chadwick Boseman into this role, or maybe he thought of it himself. I don't know. I don't know how familiar he was with Black Panther coming into this, but like he walks like a king, you know. Even the way he walks, he fucking walks regal yeah. as fuck, and it's just the presence really reads on screen, man. It's it's fucking great. I I love every minute he's on screen, dude. And then um. The fucking eight legs or whatever that come out of Spidey, dude, and the Spider-Man. Ah, yeah, fucking love that. And they, they don't just come out; they use it. The you the way they use the the legs, it's like in a tactical way. I thought that was great. And just like you guys said, the Tony and Spidey relationship, him screaming "Mr. Stark," you know, he'll never call him Tony. He's always Mr. Stark to him. And I yeah. think that I love that. I think that's great. He's a kid, you know. He yeah. what, he wouldn't call him Tony, you know. Um, and then uh, the teamwork fighting. This is something yeah. that Justice League, of course, m messed up like a motherfucker. Like the teamwork fighting in this. Doctor Strange makes a portal. Spidey jumps through that portal. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. This is the the teamwork fucking doing your powers in tandem and yeah. combining your shit. That's where it's at. You know. If I can add to that, the ladies yeah. when they when they got to fight alongside each other and help each other out against yeah. um, what was her name? The Proxima chick. Midnight. Proxima Midnight, who is yeah. played by, she's motion captured by fucking old girl from Fargo. Sorry, Fargo. Carrie 3. Coon. 
Carrie oh, Coon. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. crazy. I don't think it's the first uh, episode of, uh, what's that? I was saying, I think the, uh, the the actual motion capture is somebody else, but the oh, voice is the voice. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Love Carrie Coon. Just wanted to say that. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> only have only have two more quick ones. Uh, Thanos is, I did appreciate Thanos' different origin from the comics, too. Or not origin, but it is, I guess you could say motive. Uh, yeah, I like that. And we'll get in, more into that in a minute. But uh, you say different? Yeah, I mean, he, it's, there's no death in it. He's not trying to impress death. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You, know what right. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I thought I thought that was cool. It was even if, even though it was different, it made sense, and it was a decent. It was a good change. So and also uh, like everybody else here as well, I really liked Ebony Maw. You know, as a villain, he seemed yeah. like great, just fucking great, creepy think, British voice actor, like truly yeah. evil, sadistic, creepy, like great power usage, the great illustration of his power. Yes, yes, yes. It's like why like, haven't we seen Magneto do some cool shit like what he did to Thor? You know, like just that's true. Yeah. Just fucking, yeah, the telekinesis that he was doing was fucking yeah. great, dude. Awesome. Uh, all right, so now we're moving into dislikes. Uh, this might be a kind of a short version of the podcast, <laughs> but all right, take it away, Joey, if there's anything. Um, yeah, I have just, just a couple, and they're, you know, they're kind of not like super dislikes, more like kind of like, eh, eh, you know, kind of is. Um, uh, what's his name? Um, Peter Dinklage's character. Um, I think that they could have done a better job with the hair. Okay. Uh, Cause it was just like a really, it's a really bad wig, man. It's like, <laughs> like these, just like really like almost like shitty hair wigs on these like really, yeah, he, yeah, he grows he, that kind yeah. of hair. <laughs> he's like fucking B movies or something. Like they could have made it look, look different than just a shitty, like, yeah. you know, hasn't washed his wig. Uh, but anyway, it's, it's small. Um, I would have liked to seen. I know he did it a couple times, but I would have liked to have seen Thanos, like especially towards the end, when he's got all the gems, or, he, or he's going for the last one, and he does throw Hulkbuster into a mountain. But the other guys, he just kind of knocks away. Really, um, I, I would have liked to have seen like more, like more stuff, like he did with Drax and Mantis, just yeah, kind of yeah. little, little things brutal. like that. You know, just yeah, something brutal. Where you're just like, fuck, he just fucked that dude. He's a, you know, this guy is like. Mm-hmm whatever turn to dust or something I, I, a lot of them do a turn to dust but yeah um and then the third one is more like it's more of a like or dislike turned to a like um you guys mentioned the spider-man costume with the arachnid legs yeah. um in the so that that was the you know the tony stark suit which appeared in the civil war uh comics um mm-hmm. i was wasn't a fan of the suit um iron man or spider-man or the spider-man suit with the arachnid legs in the oh. comics in the comics okay but in the film they were awesome yeah the suit looks so really I, better yeah so it really sort of turned a dislike into a like especially like out of nowhere they just come out to help him from getting sucked in to space and you're like oh shit i didn't even know he had these now he's got them yeah. fuck yeah mm. these are awesome um and so really like those are probably the only three and they're obviously not that good of dislikes but yeah all right maddie um i will stefan mentioned this earlier with seeing bruce banner and like the hulk buster and i was like that's cool um but i love the hulk and i always love the moments when hulk is just like okay cool i'll come out it's time for me to save the day or do something really cool so i kind of wanted uh hulk to show up and do something pretty cool 
or at least take out the, um, oh God, I can only call him super giant now. So uh, I <laughs> wanted obsidian, to, obsidian. yeah, I, I kind of wanted a, a, like for like the Hulk to get over whatever the fuck is going on with that, like within the film, mm-hmm. you know, um, I did like, like Mark Ruffalo is a fantastic actor. I loved him in the Hulk buster, but like one, like, um, God damn it. I fucking forget this guy's name. When he rips off the Hulkbuster's arm, I was like, oh shit, the Hulk's coming out. And then it's like, hey, he's like, fine, I'll do it myself. I was like, this is cool. All right, we're saving Hulk for a Thanos moment or something, you know? And I was just like, I just never happened. And I was like, damn it, man, I love seeing the Hulk on screen. I know he was in a movie already, but come fuck on. Um, I just felt like they could, I feel like they just could have done something better with um, him. With the Hulk, because uh, I just like seeing him, because he's a monster, and I love monsters. So, um, But I don't really think I have any other complaint, really. I mean, maybe some more Guardian songs instead of just the one. Uh, so there, you guys sent, uh, I think Andrew sent this picture uh, in the messaging board um, of the you know everybody running through the trees in Wakanda, and the mm-hmm. Hulk is there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 That's so, true, like, yeah. So they definitely they they definitely tricked us in the trailer. Yeah, <laughs> I hate I think yeah. As much as I would want to see the Hulk, I, I am still glad that it was the Hulkbuster and Banner doing some shit. The old no, I mean, I, like that's what I'm saying is not like, to disagree I, with you or anything. No, no, I, I like I like the part where it was like I'm fine. Fine, I'll do it myself because I like you know having Banner be, you know. Yeah. But I just thought there was going to be that moment where there was going to be a written part where it'd be like. Yeah, we need the Hulk right now. Yeah. Um, but there was never that moment. I mean, you know where they needed the Hulk at was when they were pulling that gauntlet off Thanos. Yeah, yeah. that's true. I'm just saying. Yeah. <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I didn't. I, I mean, maybe if I watched it again, I'm kind of just since I just saw it like a couple hours ago, I'm still in awe of it, and I haven't had a lot of time to process. Yeah. Because I'm just like you know, I'm still like orgasming over here. It just hasn't stopped. So. <laughs> squirrel, 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 squirrel. But, um, you know, uh, <laughs> but yeah, there's nothing that I, I mean, maybe like once the Blu-ray comes out or something, we'll get back into it and be like, oh, here's all my problems. But maybe not. Maybe I'll just be like, this movie's fucking awesome. I will say I liked it better than the other Avengers movies. Oh, really? Wow. All it's right. Probably the best. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just think it's, yeah, I just yeah, think it, it, it was more fun. <laughs> all right. Stefan dislikes. Oh man, that is tough. What a great, what a great movie. I just before I say that, I want to add to likes Heimdall sending Hulk to uh, oh, using his last bit of energy to send Banner back. Um, but dislikes, I would have to say, Peter Quill really rubs me the wrong way. Really? I think I, think I just have an issue with uh, Chris Pratt. I don't know why he's kind of fallen out of favor for me a little bit. I loved him in Parks and Rec. You know, I've been loving him as Star Lord and stuff like that. I just feel like in this movie um they kind of like had maybe had to sacrifice a little bit of attention on peter quill uh some of his character moments for to fit in some of the other stuff especially introductions to other heroes and stuff um but yeah he really but and when he like i totally understand where he's coming from like punching thanos and shit and breaking mantis's hold on him but they fucking had him and i understand like i was saying i understand where he's coming from because the woman he loves he just found out is dead but at the same time, I was just like, oh, God, of course it was Star-Lord. <laughs> He's kind of a big fuck up to me, but which I love him, but I hate him kind of a little bit. And maybe it's just because I'm sad about things. I'm not sure, really sure yet why, but kind of rubbed me the wrong way throughout the film. <laughs> and then Drax, 
I really like Drax, but I feel like I feel like that sometimes his humor is like really brilliant, and I'm like, oh man, this character's great. And then other times I'm like, you're reaching too fucking hard. Just move on. Um, that the invisible joke I thought was really funny up until it kept going, and I'm just like, how's he gonna get out of this? And he's like, damn it, or, no, you're not. I see you. Like I'm just like, all right, whatever, move on. So <laughs> I felt like I was a little bit powerless that particular joke um and then uh gamera her dying like i don't like obviously i don't see any other way it, as it could have turned out but i just again i'm just like pissed i'm like fuck man i love her i really like gamera um maybe that's what it is i'm like what gamora? peter quill gamora sorry um but yeah i was kind of bummed that she died and then benicio del toro's very short performance as the collector i'm just like whatever dude i love me so del toro but i'm just like he was like jake yeah. gyllenhaal and okja to me that fucking just really annoying shrill i'm just like that's not acting that's just fucking yelling move it along <laughs> man so, come on that jake gyllenhaal role's great remind me of bubble boy oh <laughs> bubble boy's great um i that character i didn't like but um but yeah so of any likes those, those would be my likes and you know two of which are just you know plot points that made me sad <laughs> so you really like the movie i fucking love this movie and i'm just like getting more and more likes in my head and stuff like that it was so good just being there i was laughing i was clapping when thor and came back with stormbreaker i was like yes it was so much fun all right so mine are pretty nitpicky too because again it's like you know there's not much wrong with the film but uh you guys might not like this one but i just felt like that the whole side quest of him trying to make the hammer it's a little bit too long. It's like, ah, no, it's like, it's like, it should have been like, Hey, Peter Dinklage, I need a hammer. I'm fucked up, but I got, I just got yeah. as long as they said dwarf. I was like, yes, Peter Dinklage. Then like that a quick funny. scene, of Groot, like, you know, maybe making the fucking handle for it. And then he's back on earth. I just felt like they spent too long there. Like a little I bit. Was, I, I, I like starting the forge thing, the sunlight. I mean, it's a Thor story. I mean, Thory, if you will. I yeah. didn't. I didn't get that vibe watching it, but I, maybe I, I need mean, to rewatch I mean, it again. He's the one who basically, like, he was when Thanos goes. You should have went for the head. Thor fucking almost killed Thanos. What That's true. That's about? true. Thor is the only reason, you know, like they had a chance. I mean, the other guys did too, but like their backup plan was Thor. Receptors. Um, but no, I, I have no problem with that scene. I like. You know, like with Joey, like uh, I love when Thanos is getting all the stones, and I like Thor getting a new hammer because who's Thor without a new hammer? Or you know, Stormbreaker. I like him getting the hammer, but I just felt like there was something too long about it, or something. It adds to the universe, man. It's great. I I I don't know. I'll need to watch it again, but uh, that's how I felt when I first saw it. I agree. I agree. Coming up, not maybe not. I like. I enjoyed a lot of it, but I do kind of agree that they could maybe have cut down a little bit of that. And and then Din- Dinklage in that scene is like a little bit too jokey. It's like he doesn't even give a shit about acting a little bit. But it's just kind of funny. He has at the been same alone time. for. Well, I guess not. That it's long. comedic in a in a way as well, and also like my mold maker friends when he says it's the mold. You know, like, <laughs> they, they must fucking love that shit. Dude. Fucking hey, it's the mold. I love that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It looks He's like a mold maker in a Marvel movie, dude. And how many mold makers made shit for Marvel movies? It's just, it's amazing. <laughs> it's a fucking so meta. It's cool. It's definitely cool. Um, and then there's that scene where Scarlet Witch is like, oh no, not Scarlet Witch, fucking Gamora. She says, "You'll kill me, right?" That whole thing. And then it's like literally like a scene or two later, they have to do that. It just yeah. felt like there should have been more space in between those things, but. 
again, I know it's a little bit nitpicky, but whatever. Uh, and then the other one is just yeah, like, man, there's no real, there's no real explanation for why the Hulk is impotent. Maybe it's because he got beat by Thanos in the That's beginning. Good. That doesn't need to be an explanation. It's leading to another, hopefully that leads into the Hulk adventure, baby. And they might have a, a like huge, that. like big reveal in Avengers four. Yeah. I don't know. You know, so mm. I don't know. Again, it's pretty Nick picky and. Honestly, these are my only dislikes for the whole movie, so that's it. Hi, I'm Nick Picky. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, has has Hulk gotten beat yet? I think that was like the first time he just got his ass handed. That might be it, I guess. That's probably the the logic there. Yeah. yeah. Like Thanos yeah. just whooped the shit out of him. That <laughs> was ready awesome. for that shit too. <laughs> I like how he was shrinking as he was losing. That's what it is. It's a confidence thing. He was like shrinking as he was losing the battle, and he would just came from a fucking well, planet yeah. where he was a king gladiator. Well, yeah, that's the, the Ragnarok. He stays as Hulk for so long because yeah. people Aww. worship him there, oh, and right. then he's like, "Oh, I'm gonna go fight this guy who's not a god." You know, who him. just in a, what he has an infinity stone at that point, maybe two, one. Yeah. One. That's what's There's been missing, one, and he Hulk. beats the shit out of him. I mean, yeah. it makes sense, man. That's what's been missing from the uh, Hulk films. I think is the duality of these two characters, Banner and Hulk. They, it's always like Banner, 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 and then fucking smash, smash, smash. Yeah, you know. And now we we know that the Hulk has dimension and can talk more. It's gonna be cool to see the arguments they get into psychologically, or Banner trying to separate himself from this the psyche or some shit. Like, there's so much potential there. Anyway. Yeah. Fart noise. Do you turn into the Hulk or does the Hulk turn into Banner? You know, there's that whole fucking thing and that fucking Hulk run. Anyway, um, all right. So uh, the last part smash? of <laughs> Here we go into some topic stuff real quick. So what was the most surprising thing to you, Joey? Mm -hmm. The most surprising thing. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> oh, brother. How much I didn't hate it. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I'll probably just go with this one. Um, I really liked Thanos. Uh, uh, yeah. I wasn't sure. You know, this was the this was his first time on screen as this Thanos. We've seen him as you know the other Thanos that you're just like, uh, let's hope they fix this for the film. Um, but um, you know, just him having like depth and him wanting to make the universe a better place, but by doing horrible things, you know, yeah. like he, he wasn't like, he wasn't, it wasn't power for himself. It was about him just in having the universe, just like living in this utopia, this like really a genuine utopia. Um, but he, you know, he's got to kill half the universe, which is like, ah, that's not so good. Um, yeah. so it was like two ends of the spectrum. Um, uh, you know, the, the, I'd never thought of this, like when I read the comics, but like when he uses, uh, like one infinity stone to like teleport away that being like the space gym or whatever, that one gym glows, not all of them glowing at the same time that one. Okay. He's using this power and that one starts to glow. Uh, I never even thought of that. And I was like, fuck yeah, that's great. I love that. Um, so like everything with Thanos, like I was like all my like uh, issues coming into it being like, oh, I don't know. I hope I hope it's good. You know, fucking blew me out of the, blew me out of the water. Nice. Water. Maddie. Water. Um, I'm gonna, like kind of um, 
jump off Joey here. I think Thanos was kind of was like, well, I mean, cool. I know the Josh Brolin can act. This would be cool, but it's like motion capture. He's this giant dude. All right. See, like, let's see what is like, I just like his, um, like, why is he doing this? What's his motivation for the events of why he needs to get all these infinity stones and like, how much are they changing it from the comic of what little I remember of it. Um, and I just, at that scene where he kills a Gamora, uh, I just, you know, cause I, like I knew, like when they went up there, I was like, fuck man, this is it. He's going to have to kill her as soon as Red Skull starts talking. I'm like, fuck. I was like, I, I knew people were going to die. I didn't know what was going to happen this way. And then for her not to realize what was happening. Cause she just thinks Thanos hates her. And then Thanos cries. I was like, fuck man, this is a pretty deep villain you got here. Yep. You know, um, and I think a deep villain, like he does terrible things, but I love that there's like a lot of story to him. Um, you know, uh, just when he shows like a Titan before, like when he tried to fix Titan, but no one went with it. And then like his planet was destroyed. So you get his motivation of why he's doing what he's doing currently. Um, but that scene really just was like, fuck man, Marvel just got deep. <laughs> like I remember when I had fun at these movies Now I'm crying. <laughs> I don't want to anymore. Marvel, the fun times. Um, but that the scene was. I mean, once she has that conversation with Star Lord, I was like, "All right, well, she's gonna die at some point, or there's gonna be a point where Peter's gonna be like, no, I don't have to say like I found a way around it because I'm super smart about planning stuff.'" And I was like, "Okay, so this is gonna go either way." But as soon as they were up there on that thing to get the Soul Gem, I was like, "Fuck, oh my god!" But I thought that scene just surprised me. I did not think and. Infinity War, I would see Thanos shed a tear or tears. Right, I don't know. Right, right. That moment That's surprised so me a lot. Um, I, and another thing generally about the whole uh, the movie, I guess, I thought it was going to be more cap action. And right, right, going right. back to Thor kind of being like, to me, he was the main star mm-hmm. of the movie. That also surprised me because... You know, Thor, I guess a lot of, besides Ragnarok, I feel like most people forget about the Thor movies. You know, like, oh yeah, Thor's in this. You know, oh, he's part of the team. But I really liked, that really surprised me because I was like, oh shit, Cap's on the scene. Now it's Captain America movie. Can't wait because I love Civil War and love Winter Soldier and the Russo brothers did those. Yep, yep, yep. And then it wasn't. (laughs) And then I was surprised that like Black Panther wasn't a big deal. Like, I mean, there's a fight in Wakanda, but Black Panther isn't leading anyone at any point. And then he ultimately is one of the people who disappears. Like, is that a good move, Marvel? Black Panther made a shit ton of money for you. Uh, maybe you need him in the next one. He just I mean, got all the action, though, most, frequ- yeah. most recently. Yeah, I know. But I just thought, I riding that wave, I was just like, and I mean, I understand that like when that movie, they're, they're still they're filming stuff, so they don't really know how things are going to go. But come on, y'all. We all knew Black Panther was going to be dope. <laughs> you know, so um, uh, just some surprising things that I thought I would get more from certain, um, like, you know, certain uh, characters that I didn't get as much and characters that I didn't think we were going to get a lot of time, got a lot of time. So Say characters again. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew, you sent this to the thread, but um, Black Panther still in theaters and number 11 at the box office. Currently. Wait, no, no, no. It was fifth, but it's in its 11th week. Oh, 11th week. You're okay. You're right. 11, 11 weeks week. in, and it's still in the top five. And they turned that motherfucker to dust. Like, yeah, it was yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Stefan, most surprising scene. 
Um, I got or a most couple surprising thing in general about the movie. Uh, most surprising thing in general. Peter disappearing fucked me oh, up. God, me too. Man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I that and the, and again the sad Thor moment. I was like, damn, I feel really. You know, it's like in contrast to that Aquaman shit that was pretty good in JLA. That one moment that they fucking screwed up. Um, it was kind of like that Thor scene was kind of like that scene. I was just like, man, here's some chops. This guy's finally acting. This is cool. I'd watch movies with this guy in it. Um, anyway, um, <laughs> what was I going to say? Uh, and Gamora dying. I was uh, like, whoa, yeah. that kind of came out of nowhere. But it all makes sense, sadly enough. But yeah, Peter was not ready for that. Oh, man. All right. But, yeah. But I know it'll be okay in my heart of hearts. I know it'll be okay. It just, more than likely will. All right. Will and it though? Also, if I can <laughs> add them, something that was just really surprising to me, again, it makes sense in retrospect, but the ending, that last moment with Thanos looking at the sunset and that small smile he gets, like, accomplished. And it's like, whoa, bad guy wins. Whoa. And then everybody's like, did we just lose? I was like, holy fuck. I was like, that's for real. This is, this is Empire. This is. This- yeah. Damn near as good as Empire. This is crazy. Anyway, that, that's all. I'll leave it at that. I echo what you boys are saying. Um, my most surprising thing is Thanos's backstory and uh, him winning. You know, snapping the fingers and it's in the trailer. You know, and it, and then we actually see it happen and um, just basically everything with with Thanos because everybody. It's been said online a lot in the you know nerd community or whatever is that Marvel has a villain problem. You know they most of the villains are kind of throwaway. You know so, mm-hmm. but with this one, you know you get like a pretty fleshed out backstory, and you know Thanos is crying on screen and all kinds of shit. You know it's definitely like anything is a means to an end. You know that's it's him. You know it's so. I was really I really appreciated that. Yeah. One thing, can I add the whole them yeah. disappearing and everything? It didn't seem like it was very painful to anybody. Yeah. So, which is interesting because it's like Thanos did all that stuff to get rid of them and like still considered possibly like the pain that they would all feel individually and just made them disappear more or less. I thought that was kind of yeah. cool. It was like the rapture in the Bible. Okay. The rapture. So, Bring it on, man. I mean, all this it, all dust. it also seems like Thanos doesn't want to do this and has kind of taken on this. This this philosophy. Like, yeah, the philosophy and like he's like I'm the only one that can do it because I'm the only one yeah. with like the heart or the mentality or you know to do this. The fortitude. Because I, mean, I mean that whole scene where he's talking the to Gamora and stuff is like he does not want to do that, but he's sacrificing one person to save the war <laughs> the universe in yeah, his head. Yeah. And that's just it's crazy, man. Like fucking A. I did not you know, I I, I feel like when you read comics sometimes or, you know, you just like, you fight the bad guy. You don't like, they're just like, Oh, I'm just bad because I did this one thing. No, like Thanos right. is just so good in this. Oh, <laughs> he, he mentions it, mentions a couple times uh, towards the end that he's like, I've lost. Uh, there's been a lot of deaths today or I've lost oh, yeah, so yeah, much yeah. today. You know, he, yeah, he yeah. says it a couple times. You're like, yeah, I guess he did. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, he lost his only daughter. I mean, and plus, his, he like favorite he, daughter. His favorite daughter. He also lost his other four children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Nebula, Nebula hates him. <laughs> that all that torture shit was really fucking nuts. I was like a Bjork video or something. Oh, that way, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it was disturbing, dude. In a West, <laughs> West world. 
All right, next topic here. Uh, what do you guys think of Thanos' motive in the film? This is one of the main things that was changed from the Infinity Gauntlet comic book source material. Uh, Joey? Uh, I thought it was fine. I mean, it was pretty much the same type of thing. You know, just death's not involved, and it's, it's, it's on him. You know, he thought of it. Right. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was good. You know, we, yeah. we just talked at length about Thanos, and I mean you know, insert here. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Copy that. <laughs> All right. Maddie. <laughs> um, yeah. I mean, I, I like it. I like this more than him trying to impress someone. Cause that just seems like a one-sided villain. Whereas I felt like I got a yeah. two-sided villain or like just a, you know, an alien, a person that just, a you know, watched, it, yeah, watched his uh, planet die. Um, around him and he couldn't do anything about it at that point but oh there's these infinity stones and i could change things i could bring my planet back like you know it's just i just thought he was just so good as a villain it's like you almost were like calm down avengers some of you are gonna leave it'll be fine you know but then it's like you don't want to see your favorite heroes go either you know so it's like i was kind of like wrestling on my bike ride home about i was like man Thanos is good and he's right and i was like why you gotta get rid of spider-man i like him you know stuff like that it's like i don't want to see those heroes go because they also have they're also right but thanos is kind of right too in a weird way and, yeah yeah that's what that's what makes a good villain right and that's i mean yeah man i mean fucking it was i you know i think if he would have been trying to impress death i would have been like oh fucking really <laughs> you know i've just been like oh this is his motivation like i get it like some of that stuff is really fun in comics like mm-hmm. when you read something it's just kind of outlandish and just be like all right cool now the ex wolverine's gonna show him try to fight thanos that's fucking dope i want to read that comic you know like it's kind of <laughs> cool to read in a comic but i think when you get into like film movies and all this you kind of got to dig a little deeper to get something that's going to stand the test of time and i think yeah infinity war will stand the test of time of comic book like team-up movies man i think epic mythology there you go (laughs) and i'm done maddie so what you're saying is thanos was chilling at his house with his garden he fixed titan is that what you're saying? Is that what you're telling me? I'm just saying that he could potentially, since he has the time stone or whatever it's called. Son of a bitch. I didn't even think of that. But I mean he could have, but yeah, we all yeah, because we only saw like one area of Titan. I remember know? seeing I think it was Infinity one of the comics he's in and he's like farming or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I thought I, was- and I thought maybe they were paying a little homage to that scene where he's they like, were. I'm done being Thanos and you know, I did what I set out to do, so now I can rest. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they were, and I liked uh, that a lot. So, and I, I really like that moment that like, uh, I mean, that moment at the end is so great because the villain won, but you know, like, yeah, it sucks for us as audience members or the rest of the Avengers who are losing their friends. They just got back together. They're working together again. The Avengers have re- reassembled and then half of them fucking disappear. You know, it's like, I don't want to see that either. Like bring, bring Spider-Man back. Like bring, bring Black Panther back. Why's Bucky got to go, man? He's been through so much shit. He just got a new arm. Why you got to take him away? Baby, teenager, why? You know, so it's just like a, like the ending of the, man, Marvel, you got to make the next one happy, dude. I can't, I cannot cannot go through your. Mickey Mouse going to come out. Oh, boy. no, I don't want that. Fuck that shit. This is the second in the Avengers trilogy, so it is like Empire. Yeah. Yeah. You know? 
Um, but wait, the third. Wait, it's three. the third. It's, it's the third. It's three, three out of four. four. It's a oh, quadrilogy. Right. Well, they're breaking the mold it's... with the trilogy because there's gonna be a fourth one. Yeah, that's true. To that's... finish up this story, like the mold. you can't just end that and be like, "All right, well, I guess the Avengers. Are <laughs> Here's the new Avengers. We're just gonna call it four. Like you got to have them go and fix this because everybody wants Spider Man back. Everybody wants Teenage Groot back. Even though that's a little shit. Teenage Groot. Yeah. yeah. When's the last Groot? time the third movie? Was better than all the other movies. Well, Thor. Yeah, <laughs> that just happened. Oh, yeah. <laughs> just happened. But before that, before that. I mean, but like, but like it's crazy that like with the team up movies, you think, you know, they would have gotten by the third one. It's like this one's not going to be any good. Like ba, ba, you struck ba, gold the first time. I kind of hope they make a Kingdom Hearts right. movie so we can see all the Star Wars and Marvel characters in the same movie. Oh, oh my Final god, and Goofy. Just kidding. All right, Stefan. What'd you think of Thanos' motive in the film, <laughs> Stefan? Um, I thought it made a lot more sense than the death angle, which I think the death angle thing is cool, but it makes him more of an imposing uh, force to be reckoned with. And then earlier today, I saw a little thing where there was a like comparisons made like Vader and Thanos and stuff. And I'm like, damn, you're pretty close. Like, uh, he's pretty fucking like you know, like stalwartly evil, <laughs> you know, he's evil in a way that supersedes his own being or moral compass. You know, it's just like a duty that he is. And it, it's really cool. Like the obsession of it, the, the mad titanness of the whole thing makes a lot more sense than um, the death thing. And I think for the fans, they kind of threw in at least some of the visual when you see red skull first appear before yeah. they show his face, yeah, you know, they have an image of, Thanos under that character of death and whatever. So like it's kind of cool, I think, for Easter egg type of thing, possible reference paid to or whatever is is interesting. Yeah, I'm dig it. I dig it. Josh right. Bowen, baby. Josh Bowen, baby. So yeah, with this thing was interesting because it was a major change to the character. And also it seems like they changed it midstream too, because in Avengers One at the very end, the first hint of Thanos, they show Thanos even, uh, they even say the humans to challenge them is to court death. Cut to Thanos smiling. Mm -hmm. Cut to credits. You know, so they were they were hinting at this way long ago. Yeah. And then fucking what I liked about that, uh, and I like the way it was handled here too, but I did like the death thing just because you have this like huge epic story. Thanos is this big fucking alien villain, but at the end of the day, he's just trying to impress a chick. I liked that like really small kind of personal motive uh, thrown into this humongous story. I thought that was kind of cool. That being said, I don't mind it being changed either because what they changed it to was pretty cool. It was to me, it was almost like it's almost like Thanos was kind of like an environmentalist. Like he was worried about, like he was a cautionary tale. His planet had gone away. He talks about like limited resources and shit like that. And there's yeah. too many people and not enough resources. So what do you do? You fucking kill half the people. So the resources can be there, you know? So yeah. it's like, it's like an environmentalist cautionary tale gone awry. You know, that's kind of how I, <laughs> kind of how I saw Thanos as weird as that is. So, um, I, I, I don't know. I guess, I, yeah, I like, I like that. And it felt original and you, it's, it still worked. It still worked. And you know, Marvel's really doing it, you know, Andrew. So what you're telling me is Thanos is a tree hugging hippie. I think he is, man. I think he, he is. He a libtard. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He likes nature more than humans, man. <laughs> Kill somebody over some compost. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Pretty much dude. 
Did um, you just throw that can in the garbage can and not the recycling bin? Be gone with you. Thanos <laughs> would kill crushed. <laughs> All right. Okay, so now we're heading into part two. We're we're fucking crunching through this, guys. I can't believe it. That's um, crunch. So, oh, can I say one more dislike? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Okay, so you know when Chitala says, give this man a shield, and he has the two like arm shields? Yeah, that was kind of wonky, yeah. Um, I was like, all right, cool. He starts with this, but someone should have shown up and be like, Cap, and th- threw him his shield, dude. Because see <laughs> Thanos like go down on his shield or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so fucking comic book. That's true. So fucking it, would true. Cap- it would have been the Captain America shield, except uh, the diameter would have been a red circle and a slash through it. <laughs> or not, yeah. paint- not painted. Not or yeah, just not painted at all, yeah. That would be cool. Just, I, 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 I just, kind of anticipated that, yeah. I just w- was really hoping for that moment. Because, I mean, I mean, I don't feel like Cap was Cap because he calls himself really Steve Rogers. Because there's that scene where it's like, I am Groot. And he's like, I am Steve Rogers. Like, he <laughs> himself is Cap and is like, his costume's even way darker than it's ever been in any of the movies. Mm-hmm. The like, stars are taken off, too, and all the colors and shit. Yeah, and I was like, man, like, I just... I, I feel like that moment would have been great to get like the full color shield, like Black Widow brings. Someone brings it fucking to him, you know. I don't know, like I mean, you can write that shit in. Fucking to him, you know. But uh, I don't know. They kind of annoy me because it's like, man, that shield's so iconic, man. Like I would have loved to see Thanos bring down like two fists on top of it because he. I don't know. There's probably a moment in, in the fourth one though coming up. Oh yeah, I, I'm, I'm sure that's gonna happen. They they can't not do that. Yeah, but I gotta wait for that moment. I don't wanna. I wanna May next year, movie. man. That shit's already shot, man. That's yeah. true. Why can't we just, just sit there? Why can't we just watch the three hour movie intermission and then go watch the rest of it? Just fucking do it all, man. Yeah, that they, but they have to make a billion more dollars. So there's it would that. still make a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ, man! Just the next Spider Man movie right after that shit. Fuck. Lord, I know. <laughs> Guardians three, move it up. Mainline it right into my psyche. <laughs> right. I, I need can... to know how this shit ends, man. All right. This ain't like a comic book run where I gotta wait a week. Can I wait a year, dude? Can I pay five thousand dollars to have it early digital release? Right. Cool. Yeah. All right. So part two: theories and predictions. Uh, moving into kind of open discussion. Uh, anybody but at any time. Uh, no order anymore in this section. So here we go. And feel free once again to stop me at any moment. So the main one, the main theory that that's circulating around the internet is Doctor Strange's vision of the future. It's it's kind of circulates around all this. And I and I um I can uh, cite all this from Reddit and all that, but I'm just going to spare that in the audio. But if anybody asks me, I <laughs> If I actually do get an email about that, let me know. But uh, anyway, so uh, basically this is what somebody said online. Uh, Strange reveals to Tony Stark at one point that he has traveled forward in time to scope out millions of possible possible futures and that only one of these scenarios sees Thanos defeated. If the Sorcerer Supreme knows his mystic onions, I don't know why they wrote that, we have to assume his decision to exchange the Time Stone for Iron Man's life is based on his belief that Stark will play a vital part in ridding the galaxy of Thanos. I agree with that. Duh. Yeah. It's all part of the plan. Yeah. <laughs> that, that scene played out exactly the way it was supposed to. The end of this movie played out exactly the way it was supposed to. Yeah. Right, because I mean, then when you get the end credits scene, when uh, Nick Fury, Samuel L, 
almost dropping the MF or bomb. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, cool. when we see the little pager drop. True, true, true. And is it a pager because she's going to have a movie in the 90s coming up? Anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, all right. Uh, yeah, the first... Wait, the first is that when Quill began... Oh, yeah, and there's another one here. Quill gets angry at Thanos and everybody tries to stop him. And uh, But Strange uh, doesn't do anything. He's there, but he's, do- he's quiet throughout the whole thing. Uh, he didn't want to interfere uh, and stop Quill because he knew that if he changed one thing i.e. the butterfly effect, that, that they wouldn't win. So he just kind of hangs out of that whole scene. This is oh, yeah. further evidence for this whole theory here. Well, yeah, I mean, this whatever the plan was that they made up to try to get the Infinity Gauntlet off, which we never, no one ever explains how that's going to work. We just watch it. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, how much did Doctor Strange actually have input in on that scene? Right. You know, now, if Doctor Strange was telling you what they all needed to do, then you'd be like, oh, shit, Strange is on. He knows what's going on. Right. He helped with the teleporter stuff with Spider-Man, but that was it, I think. Well, I think it was to trick, like, I mean, ultimately, this is a whole ruse to trick Thanos, right? Right. Like, Thanos thinks he is one at this point. He has rebalanced the universe. But we all know that's not true. And also, Doctor Strange also knew that he was going to die or fade away. Right, 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 right. Yeah, Doctor Strange, I think... He's kind of seen everything, right? But uh, I think that I think that in Avengers four, just to make it not so like Deus Ex Machina type of thing, where I, I think that something will have to go against what he saw, but it, it's still like what he what he's been doing the whole time still helped out immensely. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't but think we don't, we don't really know what he saw for yeah. one. Yeah. And we, you know, and so we'll never, I guess, really know the answer to that. Right, right, right. I mean, or we're going to get Dr. Strange at the end of four going, I knew this was going to happen. But God damn you, you are the Sorcerer Supreme. You know everything. <laughs> um, which man, is fun. Man, like, that's man, cool. It's comic man. book, man. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I like that. I don't know. I mean, it sucks that it had to go down this way, but it did. But ultimately, are, are like we're probably most likely going to get all of our characters back, you know? Yeah, like Doctor oh, Strange yeah. picking the gym out of the sky was dope. That was, <laughs> that was really cool. He sealed it away in a fucking spell oh, or yeah. some shit, man. Yeah, that was cool. And the the other thing that uh, that they said here was that the the third thing is pretty pretty obvious, but uh, at the end, Doctor Strange when he's vanishing, he says to Tony. There was no other way. Mm-hmm. Clearly, Strange's plan went exactly how he wanted it to. And this is kind of his way of revealing to Tony that what happened and what is happening is meant to happen. And they aren't really losing, even though it may seem like it. Duh. Yeah, I agree with that. I never watched a movie before. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you know movie son? All right. Yeah. I mean, I think this is probably most accurate. This is the this is the most popular one circulating the internet, it, in, at least as far as what I gather. Uh, it does make sense. And uh, anybody else got anything anything to say about that before we move on? No. All right. So All right. moving on from that, the other ones are are honestly not quite as big as that one, but uh, I'm calling this one the Stormbreaker theory. So uh, it says uh, here the Foragers of the Gauntlet created a failsafe without telling Thanos. That failsafe is triggered by the Stormbreaker, which is why Thor is able to attack Thanos. It's also why the Forger already had the blueprint ready for Stormbreaker when Thor sh- showed up. Thor was able to overpower all six stones in that last scene. 
So, uh, I mean, they probably... say that that thing is like a god killer, right? That weapon. Yeah. Oh, oh, did they? Say, I missed they that. Say something what? like that in it. Like it's because even Thor's like, we got to go to this place because we need something that can kill a god killing weapon. A god killing weapon. Yeah, and that's Raku, why he can... like I want to go. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, you kind of, I mean, that scene was going to happen. You know, it's just. <laughs> If right, this right, right. happened, he should have just cut off Thanos' head. Instead, he didn't. Oh. He drove it into his heart, which didn't kill him. Which is, for the head. you know. Yeah, he should have aimed for the head. I guess Thor's too good-hearted for that. I don't know. I mean, you can't chop off a Marvel villain's head in a Marvel I like, movie. I like where Andrew's coming from. Maybe there's a nobility behind not smashing, but it is also a Norse god. So, you know. He's yeah. A, uh, yeah, I don't know. smashing to be had back in the day. But center mass is a bigger target. Anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> uh, Let's just that, and that agree. also might be why they spent so long on that side quest making that fucking thing because it might be a fucking huge thing in Avengers th- Four. Well, so, I mean, at this knows? point, they know they can stop Thanos with that with right. the gauntlet. Right, right, right. You know, so I mean, yeah, it's going to be a huge deal. Yeah. Well, Thanos should be he he knows about it now, so that's true, and he still has the fucking gauntlet on his hand. That's <sighs> another thing. It's like. We don't really know if the gauntlet was destroyed when he snapped his fingers. Oh, that's right. It was, right, pretty, yeah. it was pretty fucked up. I don't it think like it was melted. Just, yeah, I don't think it was destroyed, but yeah. So it's like, what's going to ha- what you know, what happened to it? I know his his arm was all singed and the gauntlet yeah. was fucked up. So is it like you know, is it still working perfectly? Does he got to get a new gauntlet? You know, does it just look fucked up now? Yeah, and, I don't. I don't know. I, I think you know what we need. It's hard to tell. We need that other movie. Like, <laughs> I know. And we have all these answers. Yeah. They have a year to edit that shit, man. Fucking wow. right. All right. Anyway. <laughs> wow. The other. So there's two more here before we get into predictions. Uh, and again, kind of minor, but uh, the what I'm calling. I'm naming all these, by the way. The Red Skull theory. Red Skull might have become one of the four, which is infinity, eternity, death, or oblivion. And maybe there's more to it. Maybe it's more than just a hint at at at, at death from the comics, because yeah. the the black cloak might have meant something more. Who knows? Mm-hmm. Definitely seemed like there was more to Red Skull being back. I certainly hope so. Yeah, certainly hope so. Agreed. Uh, apparently, what's his name? Um, the makeup looked great that, too. It did. It yeah, did. It did. It was awesome. That actor had some sort of minor falling out with uh, Hugo Weaving. Yeah, Hugo Weaving. He he had a minor falling out with Marvel for a bit, but I guess they kissed and made up. No, it That's wasn't. Why him. they call money money? <laughs> it, it, it wasn't him, and his face was CG. Oh really? What really? Yeah. Oh it wasn't wow. Hugo Weaving. But what? his the voice though, right? So good. The guy no, it wasn't was... Hugo Weaving's voice. Really? Yeah. Because well, if, if you go back and listen to it, it doesn't sound like it doesn't sound like Hugo Weaving. It sounds more like Littlefinger. But it's not Littlefinger. Mm. It's like some other dude. I've seen him I before, was, but my knee jerk was Liam Neeson. I was like, "What?" what? So maybe the falling out still happened. Yeah, I guess so. Still going yeah. on. Okay, whatever. All right. So the last one here, I'm calling it the one spared theory. Uh, this person said online, uh, he noticed that the the ones that survived the, uh, you know, the the snapping of the gauntlet, the finger snap, Thanos spared the ones who went toe to toe with him. And put up and and like put up a good fight against him, and uh, maybe that's because he too believes in survival of the fittest or something like that. He developed some sort of respect amongst warriors or something like that. 
again, this is just a fan theory. Maybe this is internal logic, but uh, maybe, maybe that was behind uh, some of the thinking there. Hmm. <laughs> okay, <laughs> moving on from that. <laughs> Interesting. <laughs> Into predictions. Uh, and then th this also, I guess, is theories, but also predictions. Um, Captain Marvel theory. Uh, and again, uh, what do you guys think about this? Uh, is do you guys think Captain Marvel will just come in and save the day with the Time Stone? Is that all that's going to happen, or do you think that Thanos himself is going to become rep repentant for what he did and reverses things back himself via the Time Stone? So, why do you mention the Time Stone with Captain Marvel? Because there's got to be some sort of significance for, uh, you know, him paging her at the end and. Maybe she's just one of the half that stays around, or maybe her powers make it to where she's somewhat immune to fucking. I don't know. I actually don't know. Yeah, I don't, the time stone doesn't. Seem well, like Thanos has correlates. That. Like they definitely need the time stone either to either Thanos transported everybody somewhere. No, I guess not because he wanted the, the whole thing is they're dead. But um, yeah. So the time stone obviously will bring all those other characters back. Um. But, I but think who's going to wield it? Is Captain Marvel going to be able to get it from him? Or? Oh, I see. Thanos you mean, you mean the, the gauntlet? Is that what you mean? Her, her being able to hold the gauntlet? Yeah, it's just like yeah. even if she just gets the one stone and she. I don't think she'll be the power. be all end all reason Thanos is defeated. I think it's going to be a, a group effort. But so you guys mentioned just, something. Yeah. I think Andrew mentioned um, it can't be a Deus Ex Machina, or there should be, or something like that, with uh, Doctor Strange's. Um, outcome and maybe he already knows this outcome but based on the comics uh he shouldn't because at the end of guardians of the galaxy 2 they they were making uh adam warlock yeah adam yeah, warlock yeah, yeah what the gets, fuck adam warlock gets the infinity gauntlet from mm -hmm. after well, after nebula really because she gets it for like a, a, a an issue uh he gets it and he does the snap and brings everybody back and in, in captain marvel I'm going to assume since she's part of the Kree or she's a human who becomes a Kree or something like that, that they're going to get involved with the Nova Corps. Maybe we'll see some scrolls and we'll find out where or what is going on. Or you know, at some point what's going on with Adam Warlock, because in the comics, right. Adam Warlock is somebody who's not too. bound by time and space and uh, you know. <laughs> I can't wait to see Adam Warlock, man. He, he, yes. lives, he lives out of that like realm, I guess. If you, yeah. if you understand, yeah. So, yeah, 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 yeah. So we do get Captain Marvel, and it would appear that we're also getting uh, Adam Warlock. Yes, that's going to be incredible. I forgot about that 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 uh, hint in Volume Two, Guardians of the mm -hmm. Galaxy. Mm -hmm. All right, cool. Uh, yeah. And then also uh, Kevin Feige, you know, the top guy at Marvel Studios, he did say that Captain Marvel is the most powerful or he said, I guess he said, may be the most powerful superhero yet seen in the MCU. Mm. I can see that. Yeah. So how she, you know, deals with Thanos will be quite interesting in the next uh, one. Another thing when I st when I started reading comics, uh, Captain Marvel or Marvel, uh, was had died years earlier. Um, and he's mm -hmm. always somebody who was like, Captain Marvel's dead. There had yet to have been another like Captain. I think there'd been a couple, um, but like he was always sort of the big one, you know, 
white dude, yeah. uh, blonde hair. Um, and so it, it, you know, it seems that like Captain Marvel, uh, you know, changes, but yeah, he was always sort of like the strongest, stronger than Hulk, uh, right? you know, s- stronger than Silver Surfer. Uh, yeah. So he was up there. Hmm. Cool. And the la- uh, no, second's the last one here before we get into final thoughts uh, is there's a Doctor Strange cloak theory. Uh, in the comics, Doctor Strange wraps the the cloak around the gauntlet, and that uh, was a major plot point in that one. And that also happened in the movie. And some people are speculating that he might have even stolen a stone or something like that in that scene. Uh, and maybe even some people are even speculating that he st- stole the reality stone. So what we're seeing at the end of the movie actually is strange fucking controlling yeah. everything. <laughs> wow. Huh. That might be a little bit too much, but yeah, that's, that's, a, that's a fun one to at least uh, think about. <laughs> yeah. And then another thing I heard is that in Infinity War, uh, Avengers 4, uh, whatever the title may be, is supposed to take place five years after. Oh shit! Uh, oh really? Wow, that mu- that far? War. Yeah, five years after Infinity War. Yeah. Oh wow! Holy shit! So they won't reveal the title either because it's yeah. A they won't reveal story. the exactly. They um, just did actually. There's a confirmation of it. Really? What's, what is it? Uh, uh, it's uh, Avengers Endgame. Really? Uh, I, I believe so. I saw I saw Paige earlier that said it might be might be, but the guy was saying it's absolutely confirmed let me do a little research hmm. that's not um, too spoilery though and so yeah so because apparently there's like a picture with uh with um ugh, tony stark and his hair is a little grayer he's got like more gray in his hair um yeah. and so do, do we actually see the world as becoming a more utopia more utopian place like thanos envisioned uh, and, so, and then it's like do we go back to that do we you know obviously we you know we got it's wrong to take people away for this you know but do we have a good thing here you know so they got to sort of battle with that maybe mm-hmm. also marvel's getting too deep yeah. I, don't wanna, I don't wanna think about this stuff so the actor of red skull is a guy named ross marquand oh, the one he, he, is, he is also known as jesus in walking dead well goddamn Goddamn, Jesus. Jesus. Del Jesus Cristo. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, All right. Uh, let's this last, la- last part of uh, part two, and then we'll get into final thoughts right after this. But the last uh, little theory here, uh, or per- theory slash prediction, whatever you want to call it, uh, switching out. So uh, with Vision and Scarlet Witch and Gamora and Quill and Strange talking about the stone versus Stark, but him, you know, which he'll sacrifice first, Stone or Parker. This movie's themes are about choosing loved ones, you know, with or over something else or whatever. Mm-hmm. Could this be compacted further in the next one, where even if they start to come back from, you know, what happened in at the end of three, what if they have to trade out their lives? Iron Man will probably have to give his life for Spidey. Cap will give his life for Bucky, and so on. Most of the heroes who died at the snap at the end of the movie were the ones with future movies confirmed, such as Guardians yeah. 3, Spider-Man 2, Doctor Strange 2, and so on. And the veterans are there living. Yeah. So, so Rocket's going to have to give his life for Groot? Oh, man, I can't do this. I don't know how it'll work. 
And <laughs> James Gunn said he was going to emphasize Gamora in the third Guardians. Oh uh, shit! As really? Well, so yeah. So I'm not sure if that's supposed to take place before Infinity War. I, I, I see that it's unlikely. I mean, but... for the next Avengers movie would have to come out bef- before. Right. Right. Exactly. I mean, can you just imagine a to- like a scene in Avengers Four where it's like it's your time, kid, like from Stark to Peter? Yeah. Yeah. Like I, I could definitely see the Tony thing. The other characters would be kind of a bummer, but I could definitely see Tony giving his life for Pete or whatever. It'd be heavy. Be, it would be heavy. Out, you know? heavy just to fucking have that conversation with Pepper Potts about having babies. Oh, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I don't know where where that's going. How about that Pepper Potts guys? I mean, I hope it kind <laughs> of needs to stop telling Gwen? people to shove Jade up their vaginas, but that's a whole other story. Gwyneth is <laughs> fucking looking. I'll just put Jade in my vagina. <laughs> She sells a bunch of fucking pseudoscience on goop. That's a whole other fucking conversation. She's full of bullshit. But anyway, she was good in the movie. Whatever. All right. Um, (laughs) (laughs) um, And then this is also from Ben Juan, uh, senior Batman correspondent. But he said... uh, What's he know about Marvel? Maybe Cap will die and give... uh, And then Captain Marvel will change her costume from what we've seen to the classic blue and red as an homage (laughs) to Cap and thus becoming the lead of the Avengers. Well, I suppose anything is possible. <laughs> and in movie, in, movie, in movie speak... I suppose that's, that's going to happen. What? But here's like, what Stefan's response was. He here's the thing like with that, that blue and red. It's already, been, it. it's already been shown that she her colors are blue and red. Yeah. But no, she's wearing like kind of a green color though. In a lot it'll of these, be, she's wearing the True. Nova Corps stuff in the early part of the movie. She, well, she's wearing the Cree uniform. Cree, Cree oh, right, right, is right, like yeah. green and gray. Oh yeah. Um, right. And so yeah, so I think maybe you know, and again, if that movie takes place in the '90s, you know, That's maybe right. what we saw is basically a like, um, it, like an origin story. Basically, it's like oh, you yeah. know, ten years down the road, she's like, now I'm Captain Marvel again, or currently, whatever. Uh, and so then she somehow gets in touch with Stark and, you know, Stark knows more than he's telling. So, you know, he's probably already met them at this point. And so we find we catch up to that in her side of the story. Right, right, right. Yeah. All right. So we'll see. We'll see. I just Barely. hope I just hope Adam Warlock shows up, snaps his fingers. Everyone's back. and No one has to sacrifice. It's a, bit, it's a bit beach party like those pullout issues. Where all the superheroes are on the beach and shit. Oh and my god! Black Black. <laughs> I mean, he's I, dead. I mean, I definitely think that uh, one or two of the original team members will die at the, at the Dude, end. Dude, the- I feel like they're gonna have to. I mean, it's yeah, sad to say, sure. but I mean, it would be such a it would be I great drama. Cap, yeah, I think Cap, Tony, I could definitely see, but I think probably they'll do Cap because. Chris Evans, like, I'm sure Robert Downey Jr. is probably getting uh, old enough. He doesn't want to play Iron Man as much anymore. But Cap's the heart of it, and Tony's the brains yeah. of it. You're gonna take yeah. out both of those, and somebody. Well, you got, you got two new. But you still got Bruce Banner, and you got um, T'Challa's sister. Yeah, who yeah. Like, I just feel like yeah, who is the more brains than both Tony and? True. Because they're talking about at the end of all this, there will be a new team. Oh, yeah. they got to. They've got, got to do that as well. Yeah. So. It's the only way they keep this fucking. I mean, whole you don't got to kill going. them though. They could just go into retirement and then they can, Avengers they can... Ten fucking Steve Rogers shows <laughs> up to save the fucking day, and I'm gonna lose my shit. Yeah, my theory is based solely on the fact that Chris Evans has said after I'm done with the Avengers movies, I'm out. So. He's probably dead, man. I mean, it's yeah. just gonna be such a great scene, honestly. 
Yeah, exactly. Is it though? Is it though? I'm gonna cry and I'm gonna have nightmares yeah. about oh, it. I'm gonna Cap- relive it over and again. Cry and touch myself. That. Cap and Tony do not meet in Avengers three at all. So yeah. they've got to have some meeting going on in four, and then after that they die. I don't know. There's we'll see still what happens. A rift. Well, There's one of them's got it. I don't think they're gonna kill both of them. That would just be too much. Yeah. Now yeah. Thunderbolt Ross is eating his words. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Talking about a awesome. Nice. Yeah. Good. Thunderbolt one. Ross. Yeah. I love that fucking roadie. That's a court martial. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, that was yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> Seeing him in action was fucking awesome too. War Machine, that was tight. Yeah. Uh, yes. Uh, fucking oh, throwing man. napalm yeah. down there. Yeah. yeah. Just like he's just so on and uh I don't know, Don Chiu is a great roadie. He is. He's he's awesome. Uh so we're going into final to to part three, which is final thoughts. Uh let's go with Joey. Dope, go see it. <laughs> let's go with maddie <laughs> no is that it yeah, yeah that's it. <laughs> okay um i'm just gonna second joey like fucking go see it man why aren't you seeing this well actually catch up if you haven't seen the other 18 films then go see this shit <laughs> 18, 18. Yeah. yeah i don't want to hear anyone complain about i didn't know what was going on because i didn't see the other movies we've had so many fucking years to catch up that's true yeah it's on netflix too half of them there's like two Oh, all right. It's we'll see what Doctor Strange, I think, are the only ones, but they're easily found and you can rent them. Yes. Yeah. Catch up and be as sad as all of us are for Spider Man and Tony's farewell. <laughs> all right. And if we're yeah. listening to this and you haven't watched any of it, uh, we spoiled the shit out of everything. So, yeah. Fuck what off. the fuck is your problem? Uh, if it's not your bag, then fucking stick to macrame or whatever it is you do. <laughs> whatever bullshit you will hear. Yeah. If you don't know, if you don't already know what's up, then fucking whatever. <laughs> Stefan, final thoughts? Um, absolutely astounding film. I was on the edge of my seat the entire time. The audience I was with was great, great energy from the nerd community. Um, it's fucking great to see your. Your your heroes triumphant, even though they lost in this one. Seeing Thor with Stormbreaker coming back and all that lightning, I was fucking nine years old again. It was amazing. Um, yeah, I'd say go see it. I think most people are going to see it. Obviously, a fucking huge box office this weekend. Humongous. Um, just, I'm so happy we're living in a time where we have Avengers films, Deadpool films, and fucking even to a very, very, very lesser degree, um, some DC shit coming out. So <laughs> let's keep yeah. this alive, man. That superhero fatigue that everybody talks about is only going to make you know, these movies ain't going anywhere. And I think, you know, just hop just on. Board. Have to evolve with it. Hop on board or don't, you know. But that's what it is, and it's fucking awesome. <laughs> that's true. Final thoughts. All right. Yeah. So yeah, with me, um, even though it had some scenes that I didn't love, like as far as like the hammer making scene a little bit too long or whatever, it still had great fighting and and great spectacle and the, the overall events that took place and that more than made up for it. So. And it's just a lot of fun, and it and it ends in a way that makes you really question where does it go from here? You know, like you really don't you have no fucking clue. Like you can, we've speculated in this podcast and everything, but we really don't fucking know. We have no idea. So that's what makes it really cool. And I can't wait for part four. I'm going to be seeing it again yes. a year from now and fucking Thursday night or whatever. So and 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 like if you guys remember from the '90s, like if they made like a part two of a movie. It usually sucked, or a part three, it definitely sucked. You know, if mm-hmm. look not back, not necessarily to, true. Look, well, Alien, not necessarily. Aliens, Terminator, Terminator Two, calm down, Andrew. But there was a lot of those in the nineties, like, like even the Matrix. You know, like the sequels yeah, but not were not Terminator as good. Three. 
Yeah, Terminator <laughs> Three sucked. Three was terrible. Like, like that's my point, right? But Marvel, we're eighteen movies in. It's still pretty good to to great to amazing you know what i'm saying like there's only been what a couple stinkers what thor 2 and iron man 2 and the rest are probably pretty fucking good so it's kind of a dude i mean give it up to feige and favreau for this shit Uh, mainly feige i guess but favreau made iron man 1 so we have to continue thanking him Mm -hmm. so he'll be uh, back right he's coming back for some shit no happy hogan no i don't know but uh we'll see the star wars TV series or whatever, but oh yeah, he is making that after Lion King, so he uh, deserves it. He need I want him in the Star Wars universe. Yeah, he I made he, he found the tone, man. You know, he found yeah. the the exact Marvel tone. So it's it's you know, even though Feige heads it up now, Feige wouldn't have anything to head up without Favreau. Anyway, this has been episode 124. Everybody, we'd like to thank Shasta once again. And that's it for me. This is Andrew signing off. Joey, see you. This is Maddie. Bye-bye. This is Stefan. I've been dancing the entire episode. You can't see me, but I'll see you later. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. Be sure to check us out on Patreon, on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and any other godforsaken social media outlet that we that we should be floating on we are basically on all social media <laughs> yeah, all social media mainly facebook and twitter and patreon check out the links in the description we have uh, a lot of uh cool goals uh set up on our patreon like if you donate a dollar you'll be able to uh give us a topic for us to talk about and that's we'll talk dope. about for maybe an hour or more who knows yeah. how long it'll take and that's pretty tight <laughs> that's the coolest thing <laughs> wait we're on the internet that's pretty good <laughs> if you and don- we can make money <laughs> what <laughs> if you donate a thousand dollars you get full frontal nudes we haven't set that up but it's a possibility if you give us a grant who knows what'll happen check us out <laughs> I'll do that <laughs> I'll do that <laughs> You get to go on a date with one of us for $10,000. But you pay for everything. <laughs> you get to have your way with Maddie for $20,000. I'm going to for a weekend. For $30,000, we'll help you hide a body. Check out our Patreon. <laughs> Superhouse Gigolo Project. 2018. <laughs> Links in the description. <laughs>